Welcome to Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Marty teaches us verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book, through the Word of God. To listen to any of these messages in their entirety or to find out more about our fellowship, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Let's listen in to today's message, and may the Lord richly bless you. What have I to ask beside? Can I doubt His tenderness see? Who through life has been my guide? You know, we talk about the, the armor of God, the full armor of God, and we know all of those pieces, and that seventh piece was that spiritual piece, prayer. But part of the, all of that is to be humble before your king. God gives grace to the humble, but he resists the proud. And you know what? The very thing demons want you to do is respond in your flesh and in your pride. They want a stronghold. They want a foothold in your life. But when you're humble, they can't get it. When you're humble before God and you're just honest and humble and you seek the Lord, it's powerful. But, again, I just want us to be reminded. We see this and we know there's spiritual warfare going on all around us. And I want us to be like the servant of Elisha. I want us to open our eyes to what's really going on. Because so many times we get fooled, we get trapped, we get tricked into arguments and fights and bickering and petty little things that make no sense. And then you look back on it and you're like, what in the world was I even thinking? Why was I even angry? Why was I even upset? Because the enemy's a liar, and he's here to kill, steal, and destroy. And he will do and twist anything in your flesh to get you to sin, to get you to fail, to get you to falter. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But look at this, because Daniel, you know, he's already heartbroken because of the prophecies that he's heard, and now he's about to hear more. He's already heartbroken. He's in mourning over the things happening in, in, in Jerusalem in particular, And he loses, his countenance starts to fall. Verse 15, when he had spoken such words to me, I turned my face toward the ground and became speechless. He became speechless. But now something happens. And this is really curious because I don't know for sure if this is the Lord showing up here. It may very well be or an extremely powerful angel. But look at what happens. Daniel's countenance falls and look at verse 16. And suddenly one having the likeness of the sons of men touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spoke, saying to him who stood before me, My Lord, because of the vision, my sorrows have overwhelmed me and I have retained no strength. So clearly this is a different individual. Again, is it the Lord? Some think so. Some don't know. It's nothing to divide over. I'm not going to divide over it. I'm not fully convinced either way. I just know it's, it seems like it could be the Lord. But I don't know for sure. Again, it's not something to divide over. But notice this. This is, this is incredible because this one who's standing there, it causes a visceral reaction with Daniel. Verse 17. For how can this servant of my Lord talk with you, my Lord? As for me, no strength remains in me now, nor is any breath left in me. Whoever this is, Daniel does not feel worthy, and it took his breath away. Again, that's pretty powerful. Took his breath away. So, whoever this is, he's extremely powerful. But I love this because verse 18, 
Even though he took his breath away, he's now going to strengthen. The same one's going to strengthen Daniel. Verse 18, then again, the one having the likeness of a man touched me and strengthened me. And he said, O man, greatly beloved, fear not. Peace be to you. Be strong. Yes, be strong. So when he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. So here's, in summary, what's going on here. And this is very similar if you read Joshua, when the Lord showed up to talk to Joshua, and he told him, stand up, you know, you're on holy ground, be a man. You know, that's, that's a, a theme that the Lord has. So this could very well be the Lord. Again, we don't know for sure. The word for Lord in all the cases here is Adonai or Adon. It's not Yehovah or Yahweh. Um, but the description seems to fit. It might be the Lord. And again, it might be just a really powerful angel. But whoever it is, this one in the likeness of a man, he then strengthens Daniel. It allows him to continue. And then he's like, okay, now the first angel can continue because you've strengthened me. And that's what we see to finish this chapter. Verse 20. Then he said, do you know why I have come to you? And now I must return to fight with the prince of Persia. And when I have gone forth, indeed, the prince of Greece will come. But I will tell you, what is noted in the scripture of truth, no one upholds me against these except Michael, your prince. Again, Michael is the archangel, the prince. He is the one given power to protect Israel, to guard Israel. And uh, I love this when it says the scripture of truth. That's talking about God's word. And remember that statement. God doesn't have truth. He is truth. All truth is based in him. He cannot lie. Because he is truth. There's no lie in him. And the scripture, and I often have talked about this, and the scripture is not a normal book. It's his word. It's the scripture of truth. And when it gets in you, it changes you. It can't help but change you. Now, some of us fight against that too. But this is also part of spiritual warfare. Getting in the word and letting the word get in us. The sword of the spirit. If you're going to fight a spiritual battle, I think you need a sword of the spirit. What do you think? You need the word of God. You need the spirit, the scripture of truth. But I love this because <laughs> this is just, again, I'm here to encourage you all day long. Ready? So he's telling Daniel, look, I'm here to help you, but I have to go back and fight the spiritual battle. And when I leave, another spiritual battle is going to hit you. <laughs> That's what he's telling Daniel. Now, in ministry, I know this for sure, but you guys know this in life. It seems like as a Christian, it's one spiritual battle after another. Well, I'm here to tell you that is true. God is so merciful, though. He knows when we need a little reprieve, we need a break. But remember this. He's not interested in our happiness. This life is not about your best life now. This life is a proving ground. It's a battlefield. It's a training ground for the next life. He will bless us. He will give us good things. All good gifts are from God. But remember, spiritual warfare is true. And about the time you get through one battle, another one will come. And keep your guard up. You know, this happened to me recently. You go through something and you're like, man, that was great. We got through it. Everything's going good. And then you're blind to some other weakness or some other thing, <laughs> you know, and it's like, boom. Oh, Lord. And then you just say, okay, Lord, I surrender. Help me in this too. And he does. The Lord will dispatch his angels to help us. Again, wouldn't it be awesome to be able to see the spiritual realm? But this is all true for us, everything. And again, Michael is the protector of Israel. Here's what I know. I do want to end on an encouraging note. I know this. When you look at the book of Revelation, you study it out. Satan still has access to heaven, by the way. He is the accuser of the brethren. Do you know that? That's why we have to have a new heaven and a new earth, because even heaven has been tainted by the sin of Satan. Do you understand? Satan is accusing the brethren constantly. He is constantly accusing the brethren. But guess what happens during the tribulation? 
Michael and his army defeat Satan and his army. God dispatches Michael. Look at this, Revelation 12, verse 7. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Praise God. But here's the thing. Woe to those who are still on the earth in that time, right? But you keep reading the book, and we win because God wins. We know the future of Satan. One of my favorite sayings is, whenever the enemy comes to you and reminds you of your past, remind him of his future. Because we win because our king has already won. We will have eternal victory in this battle. You may lose a war here and there, you know, a little battle here and there, I should say, but we won't lose the ultimate war. God's already won. It's sealed. It's done. It's a done deal. And in this life, be those who are humble. Be those who pray. Seek the Lord. Be like the servant of Elijah. Ask God to open your eyes to truth. Ask him to open your eyes to what's really going on around you and in this world, in your community, in your household. Ask him to help you to to discern those things and pray against what's coming against your family. Pray against the lies of the enemy that are saturating an entire generation, taking a generation into hell from the lies of the enemy. Pray. Seek the Lord like never before. Be those who pray and fast and humble yourself. From the book of Daniel here, I think it's clear to see that we are in a spiritual battle. But remember, just remember, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Don't try to fight it in your own power or your own flesh. Seek the Lord like Daniel did. Seek the Lord, and he will dispatch an answer. But wait for it and continue to pray. And if you've got that, that person in your life, that grandson, that granddaughter, that son, that daughter, that wayward one, that spouse that's gone off. If you have something in your life that you're praying about, keep praying. Have others pray with you. Let's pray with you as a church. Keep praying and don't give up. I've seen some heartbreaking things this week with families who are just destroyed because of the lies of the enemy. Whole kid, families destroyed, their kids destroyed, believing the lie, thinking they they are going to become something totally different. And it's just heartbreaking. It just breaks your heart to see the tragedy and the heartbreak in this world right now and everything that's going on. The enemy is active, and he's working overtime. God needs us to do this. Now, he doesn't need us in the sense that he's needy. God desires for us to do this. He desires for us to get on our face and pray for a whole generation, to seek, them with like, to seek him like never before. And I was reminded of that over and over this week, and I just wanted to remind you of it. Father God, thank you for your word, and thank you for your truth. Your word is truth. You are truth. And God, help it to enter our hearts. Help your truth to enter us, Lord, and to change us from the inside out, to change us, Lord, in ways that are powerful and mighty for your kingdom and for your army, Lord. Help us to be those who battle in the heavenlies, Lord, on our knees before you humbly and seek you and fast and pray. Help us to get the sin out of our lives that our prayers would not be hindered. Help us to be those you can trust with your message and with your truth. God, I praise you and I honor you. And I know everyone here does the same. We love you, Lord. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. This has been Hold Fast, a radio outreach ministry of Golgotha Fellowship in Nampa, Idaho. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to hear this message again, or any other in their entirety, please visit GolgothaFellowship.org. Our fellowship meets in Southeast Nampa, and our Sunday services are at 10 a.m.
For more information visit our website. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you. Hi folks, Pastor Marty here. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the teaching today. You know, it's my prayer that it's encouraged you to continue faithfully in the study of God's Word. I think it's so crucially important that these days the body of Christ stay in grounded and anchored in the Word of God as the world around us is sinking in the waves of false doctrine and the opinions of men. If you are seeking a church family, a church home, and you live in the Southeast Nampa area, I want to personally invite you. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. and we currently meet at East Valley Middle School. That's right off Greenhurst and Happy Valley. If you want to find out more, if you have any questions, you need directions, you want to catch up on a message, or if you have a prayer request, just go to our website, golgothafellowship.org. Let me help you spell that. It's G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A fellowship.org. Until next time, may God bless you and remember to hold fast.